Hello, listeners. I hope you've been enjoying the lost episodes of Talking Taiwan that we've been sharing every Thursday. These episodes were recorded 10 years ago, back in 2012, when Talking Taiwan was just being created. For the month of June, we'll be slowing things down by sharing lost episodes every other week. And in July, we'll be taking a break from the lost episodes. We've got a lot of great new content planned, and we just can't fit it all into our weekly publication schedule. Some of the guests in these lost episodes may already be familiar to our listeners, and some of them will be reintroduced with a follow-up interview for us to find out what they've been up to these days. You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. This last episode of Talking Taiwan features blogger Michael Turton. At the time, Michael had written over 5,000 blog posts for his blog, The View from Taiwan. He had began writing his blog in 2005, and I remember how popular Michael's blog was. That's how I learned about him when I was living in Taiwan, back in the days before social media. 5,000 blog posts. I don't know whether I deserve an award or to take therapy. So how long does it take Michael on average to write a blog post? It depends, but yeah, the longer posts can take an hour. It's or more. It's not just the research. Part of it's because uh, making things look the way I want is difficult with blogger. Michael talks about why he does it. What keeps him going? <laughs> well, it's become a kind of reflex. It's an addiction, basically. And I like telling the stories that aren't told. For example, the Daoyutide post, that I, the Senkaku's post that I've just been doing. I like that people come to my blog to find out things about Taiwan. I like the modest amount of fame that it gives me, and I like the connections that it brings. Michael's blog is not just about his opinions. His posts are factual, and he's been quoted by journalists. I'm not quoted by journalists very often. <laughs> not often enough, damn it. <laughs> but uh, I like to, I like, I, you can't maintain credibility without a steady flow of, of things that are factually correct people will stop reading your blog. And I'm not like the media. I don't have a, a platform that people will automatically visit no matter what is said. I have to keep producing stuff that's interesting and accurate and has a, a maybe a slant that people aren't used to hearing. So, uh, yeah, so I try to get the facts right because I often land-based people on my blog who don't bother to even crack open Google to see what's going on before they start writing Michael doesn't live in Taipei and didn't have a television set. Is that what's made him the most active blogger in Taiwan? No, I, I'm not the most active bloggers. There are bloggers way more active than me. But I'm pretty active considering what my, how big my reader base is. I think the real issue with Taipei is that Taipei is a kind of bubble that's much wealthier and better connected to the outside world than the rest of the island. And it's also a lot bluer. It's a lot more pro-KMT than anywhere else on the island. So when you live in Taipei, you, you're surrounded by this constant bombardment of a particular way of looking at the world. And one of the advantages of living outside Taipei is that I'm, I'm outside that distortion field. And it doesn't really necessarily make me more accurate. 
but it's one less thing that I have to account for when I start thinking about what's happening in Taiwan. Aside from blogging, Michael is an avid bicyclist, and he talked about where he's biked. Well, just today we went up to Guoguan. Beautiful day. Last week we went up near Sima Xianshan and Miaoli, uh, one of the most least known areas of the island and one of its most beautiful. I spent this summer. I went to the Rift Valley four or five times. Did both the east and west side of it. It's a glorious, glorious place. I wish more foreigners would get out and get out of the get out of the Taipei bubble down the Taichung and out to the Rift Valley and experience some of the incredible beauty and also the amazing convenience of cycling in Taiwan. I'm not the person to talk about bicycling. <laughs> that should be my friend Drew and his blog, Taiwan in Cycles. If Michael is not the most active English language blogger in Taiwan, who does he think is? Well, I think in terms of blog posts, that has to be Ben Gorin. In terms of readership, there's probably a couple of other people. The guy that writes my Kafka's life, I think he's got a bigger readership than I do. I bet Carrie Kellenberger does too. She's a travel blogger. Matt Gibson might, but I don't know if he lives in Taiwan. But you know, I'm happy with the people who read my blog. I'm more interested in quality of readership than quantity. I'm so glad that we we're able to share this lost episode of Talking Taiwan with Michael Turton, talking about his blog, The View from Taiwan. In fact, Michael has been a guest twice on Talking Taiwan. In episode 119, he spoke with me about China's ban on Taiwan's pineapples. And in episode 138, he spoke about his love of biking in Taiwan. That episode earned Talking Taiwan a Golden Crane Podcast Award. Be sure to give those episodes a listen to learn more about Michael. Now it's time for you to show us some love. We just found out that you can rate us on Spotify. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Audible, leave us a review there. It helps others to discover Talking Taiwan. To learn more about any of the items mentioned in this episode, visit our website, TalkingTaiwan.com. There will list any related links. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Taiwan. I'm your host, Felicia Lin. Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com.